Welcome to episode five of the Simple Privacy Tips podcast. Today, I'm gonna to give you a few tips to reduce your screen time on your phone. Everyone wants to feel in control of their digital privacy, but our lives have become so digital that it's overwhelming to know where to begin. The Simple Privacy Tips podcast makes digital privacy super simple. We make regular podcasts teaching you how to regain control. Subscribe to the podcast to make sure you don't miss a tip. You will feel confident that you're in control of your and your loved one's digital privacy. As the future becomes even more digital, don't let your privacy disappear. Don't forget to subscribe today. For this episode, I am primarily repurposing audio from a recent Simple Privacy Tips YouTube video I put out on this topic, on, on the topic of phone addiction, screen time. And the reason I'm doing that is because I thought the content actually was better suited for this podcast. There are a few instances where I am giving a demonstration of how to sh actually change a setting on your phone, but I think you can probably get the gist of it just by listening and then you can go into your own settings and change whatever you whatever you think would be most useful to you. If you do want a visual demonstration, you can of course just go to that video and and watch me do it. I hope that this gives you some encouragement and tips to reduce your screen time in the new year. Cell phone addiction is I think a problem that a lot of us struggle with. Our phones are a hub that connect different parts of our life. So we have all of our contacts that we can message, we have all social media, email, accessing anything you want to learn on the internet, all forms of entertainment, games. It's just a total hub of ways that we can learn but also distract ourselves. The reason I wanna talk about this is because I think in the new year, a few of us will set the goal of reducing our time on our phones. And I just wanted to provide a few tips to make that a bit simpler. Some of the tips that I'll suggest are technical, but some are more psychological. I think we all know this, but the way that social media companies are designed is to keep us coming back to the platform and in a sense addict us to using the platform, to checking our notifications, to checking what engagement we got on a picture or a post or a comment. This is a key metric that a lot of social media companies use to tell their shareholders how because when they can say, look, people are scrolling on our platform for hours, or we have this many people who are regular active users every day, meaning they keep checking back into their profiles. We have people that are posting tons of content regularly on our platform. It shows that users are really actively on that platform, obviously, which means that the platform itself is really attractive to advertisers because when a platform is really heavily used by people, advertisers are more willing to spend money to show their products there. Built into the very fabric of the business model of lots of social media and big tech companies is the desire to basically addict users to the platform. And what I think a lot of us are trying to do now is to unwind some of that addiction, have time away from our phone, away from social media, away from the constant noise of notifications. And so that's what I'm gonna give you some tips on how to do today. The first tip I'm gonna talk about is more psychological. I think sometimes solving a problem that comes from technology can't always be solved with more technology. If the objective is to move away from the tech for an hour, a day, a week, a month, or just overall reduce your dependency on it, 
and your habitual use of it, it's not necessarily the solution to tweak your settings and call it a day. Um, It's more psychological. There's a book called Atomic Habits. It's about how small habits over time result in big change. And one of the first things that the author talks about is the importance of mapping out your existing habits. And so my first tip for you is to don't even try to change your behavior at this point. Just whenever you pull your phone out to look at it, write down on a piece of paper that you've done that. So say you wake up at 8 a.m. and you check your phone. Have a notebook there, not your notes app, but a physical notebook and pencil and write 8 a.m. woke up and check my phone and then say what you did. So checked Instagram and also make a note of what motivated you to check your phone. Is it just habitual? Are you avoiding something? Are you procrastinating? It's good to make conscious why some of those unconscious habits exist in us and then say when you locked the phone again. So say you locked the phone again at 8.30, document that, write it down. And do that for maybe a day or two. And I think the impact of this will be to just make it visible what you do habitually. So when you see on that pad of paper, at least what I saw on that pad of paper, what I was doing over and over unthinkingly, it was quite stark and it pushed me to really change my behavior because I think the objective that we're going for when we say we want to reduce our screen time is that we want to get out of being in constant response mode. Freedom over our time is the objective. So when you're always getting messages and you always have these red notifications popping up and you always are hearing the ding and the alarms and you're getting phone calls and texts you're constantly needing to respond. You're constantly in response mode. Whereas if all of those things would go away, you would be in control of your time. You would say, here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to prioritize. And you could just focus on those things. So that's my first tip is to spend you know, a day or two making visible some of these habitual patterns. The next thing is to turn off your notifications. And this just speaks to what I just mentioned, which is getting out of response mode. When you turn off your notifications, when you're not hearing the dings and the bells and you're not seeing the red notifications pop up and you're not seeing that you have 32,000 unread emails, you can avoid that mental stress that comes from seeing all that. The way to do this on iPhone, which is the operating system I'll show you how to do these technical things on, is go to your settings and then go to notifications. And then one by one, you can turn it from allow notifications to just not. And it's kind of therapeutic to just see all of these possibilities of notifications just disappear. No notifications. Even with phone, you can turn off notifications. But some of us, you know, have family members or friends that we need to be in constant availability for. Like maybe you have children. um, And so you're hesitant to turn off notifications from your phone. You can always go in from settings to do not disturb. And then when you turn do not disturb on, it silences in bulk calls and notifications, but you can allow calls from your favorites. So when you go into your contacts, you can select your child or whoever you're wanting to receive calls from as a favorite. And then even if you have do not disturb enabled, the call will come through. Now, the reason I'm not suggesting that you 
just simply turn on do not disturb is that when you have it on of course it'll block notifications and calls but when you turn it back off all the notifications will come flooding in and so i think it's more sustainable and more beneficial to go into notifications and turn notifications off one thing i would also say to consider is at night when you're you know going to bed maybe to just turn your phone off you could also put it into airplane mode or just silent mode but the reason i'm suggesting to consider turning it off is that it increases the friction of checking all your notifications because you actually have to turn the phone on and wait for that to turn on i think it was in atomic habits as well that the author talks about you always want to understand what you're aiming for the good habits and then what you're trying to decrease your bad habits and you want to increase the friction points of your bad habits and decrease the friction points to creating good habits. So when you're trying to reduce your screen time, you want to be thinking about what are some friction points I can put into my phone to make it more difficult for me to do this. It'll prompt you maybe to not even do it to begin with, or it'll just slow you down a bit. And so by turning your phone off at night, if you wake up at like 3 a.m. or something and are tempted to check Instagram, you have to go through the hassle of waiting for your phone to boot up and then checking it. And so it might just slow you down there. Another tip I have for you is to try to set up a rhythm in your days where you can batch respond. So it's again about control over your time and not being in constant responsive mode. Setting up a time of your day, or maybe to begin with you set up four times a day. So 9 a.m., noon, 3, and 7 p.m. or something, where you allow yourself to respond to messages, to check your social media, all of that. This helps you in a few ways when it's not time to check your messages. You can relax and think, okay, I don't need to be responding to anyone right now. It's very unlikely that something really urgent will come in before you're able to check your accounts again. So you can kind of mentally relax. It also helps you with focus because you're not constantly being interrupted by a text or an email or an alert of some kind. And so it gives you that space to do maybe some deep thinking as opposed to constant res constantly responding and jumping between things. And it also probably will save time, at least it has for me, because when you batch, you just say, okay, I can respond to all of these right now and you just get it done versus maybe when I'm not batching, I notice that I see a message come in and I don't really want to respond to it right then. So it just kind of lingers unanswered in my app for maybe hours, but it's always kind of in my mind, like, okay, I need to respond to that. And it's taking up my mental energy to just hold on to that thing I need to do. And it's, again, having some control over my mind, which I hate. So a way to get rid of that is when you batch to just get it done right then and there, and you actually save time and mental energy in the long term, I think. Another tip is to just reduce clutter. So here is my home screen. I have no social media here. I have no email. I have my phone app, the clock, the calendar, my notes app and settings. And my background is black. It's just very minimal. I, I am someone who I'm hesitant to even have this sort of phone. I need it for this business and for my other work, but I, I, I would be okay if I didn't have to have this phone because I find the notifications and just the draw of it to be really annoying. But by keeping the home screen really clean and simple and minimal, it at least doesn't 
when I open my phone to check the time or the date or to make a phone call, I don't have to get distracted by all the apps. And if you have apps like game apps or just other clutter that you don't use, it's sort of like spring cleaning your house or decluttering you know, your closet or something. You can just get, get rid of all that stuff you don't use because not only is it um, taking up space on your phone and also you're probably getting notifications from those apps, but also it can be a security issue if the app is like passively collecting data about what you're doing. And so it's best to just have on your phone what you use very regularly and then segment your phone visually so the distracting stuff is off the home page of your phone. The final tip I have for you is to change your phone to grayscale. The reason you would wanna change your phone to grayscale is that there's been research done into how the coloring of the phone helps facilitate the addiction. You know, we're, we're quite primal animals and the bright colors on the phone and also in the apps does play a role in us wanting to just continue scrolling. And so what I would recommend is changing it to grayscale and then it kind of makes the draw of the phone less alluring. So you do that by going to settings, accessibility, scroll down, clicking on display and text size, scrolling down and clicking on color filters and then toggling on color filters and selecting grayscale. Now I am using my screen recorder right now and so you won't actually see the, the gray scale applied. And that's because grayscale and all the other settings in this area of the phone are meant for the user of the phone. But if you give it a try, you'll see what it looks like on your phone. Just take some of the allure out of the phone. So you can do that and see if that helps you. I hope these tips are helpful for you. You need to have a combination of tech tips like turning off your notifications, turning off, turning on do not disturb, turning on your grayscale, coupled with psychological tips like documenting your habits, understanding when you're most drawn to your phone, writing out kind of what motivated you to check your phone. Was it boredom? Was it to suppress some sort of intense feeling or another reason? I find that a lot of us have this habitual sort of pull for our phone when we're in a conversation because we want to like look up a fact or double check what we've said or show you know the person we're talking to an article or something and more often than not I've found that that is just superfluous it's not useful information like no one needs to have all of these stats and facts presented to them it's it takes away in my experience from the actual conversation when somebody pulls out their phone and shows you a website or shows you a photo or like finds the stat or something. And then of course, once your phone is open, you see all your notifications and you feel like overwhelmed by that or stressed and you feel like you need to respond to everything. So if you can just avoid doing that, then you can avoid that mental anguish that comes. Okay, a bonus tip I have for you, which just came to my mind, is at night to leave my phone out of my bedroom. So just, I have an analog alarm clock, the phone stays outside of the bedroom. Um, I did to turn it on airplane mode and have tried turning it off, but I have found the most effective thing and the biggest way that I can cause friction is forcing myself to actually get out of bed, go to a different room and get my phone to, <laughs> to check, you know, Instagram at three o'clock in the morning. I obviously, I'm not going to do that. And, and therefore that habit of leaving the phone out of the bedroom has been really beneficial to me. I hope these tips have been helpful. I've created a free and downloadable 
worksheet for recording when you use your phone and the reasons why you were drawn to use your phone. You can download and print that off and use it to record your phone use for a day or two. And you can also share it with a friend or family member who also is wanting to reduce their screen time in the new year. So I hope this is helpful and I wish you the very best at reducing your screen time. So I will speak to you again in the next Simple Privacy Tips podcast. Everyone wants to feel in control of their digital privacy, but it's overwhelming to know where to begin. Our Simple Privacy online course makes comprehensive digital privacy super simple. After taking the course, you'll feel confident that you're in control of your and your family's data privacy. To sign up for the Simple Online Privacy course, click the link in the description or in our profile. As the future becomes even more digital, don't let your data privacy disappear. Join the course today.